0: Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks post-game podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Good evening. Happy Friday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Hawks win. They beat the Arizona Coyotes 4-3 in overtime at the United Center. Caleb Jones with the overtime winner, just as everyone predicted as overtime began we're gonna to get to all of it. Uh, make sure if you're waiting on you watching on YouTube, you smash that like button for us. I see a lot of you have done that already. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the channel as well. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you for that. Make sure you're following or subscribed on your podcast app as well. And if you're feeling frisky, a five star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify would be really really appreciated. And before we get to tonight's action, fellas, that the game itself was secondary to our first ever mm-hmm. CHGO Blackhawks takeover, which was massively successful and incredibly awesome. And I'm sure there's some people watching that were at the game with us. What a great time. Thank you for being there if you were there. Uh, and hopefully next time we have one more, people will come out. It was just great. Danny Words came by. yeah. The Hawks PR staff came by. We had the whole little room to ourselves in the Goose Pub. It It, it was a perfect night. And thanks to the Blackhawks and thanks to you know everybody here at all city who put everything together for us cuz yeah. it really went off without a hitch it was wonderful
1: yeah it was it was it was an awesome time um got to meet a, a lot of people put some put some real names to some some chat uh, chat yeah. names uh and faces which was uh yeah a, a great experience and and great to meet uh a lot of the a lot of the diehards a lot of the the people that have you know found us organically and a lot of people who you know we're we're big uh, Madhouse pod, podcast fans that uh, uh, that stuck around and and have be, you know become CHGO Blackhawks fans. So it was great meeting everybody, um, talking hockey, talking life, talking. Uh, met met Charlie the yeah. our, our bacon bacon guy <laughs> friend in person. Got to know a little bit about his story, which was awesome. And did
0: you get any of the pocket bacon he brought with him? Oh.
1: Uh, that After was that bacon. was passed over to Greg,
0: <laughs> so we're going to have to it. Ma- didn't even make it up the elevator. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. By the time I got to the seventh floor, that
2: sucker was gone. Yo, so Charlie yeah.
0: came in with, he was, I thought he was joking. He's like, I'm going to bring pocket bacon. I go, you got the bacon? Reaches into his shirt. Pulls out a ziploc bag with a white uh, paper towel in it and she's like, There you go, take a taste. First hits free.
1: Well, hold on. Where was I for all this? You were
0: We You probably like it was probably leg day. Pocket bacon <laughs> was like my middle out. name. Come on, guys. Yeah. yeah on. Sorry. <laughs> no. uh, we didn't want to spoil your nine you're, foot yeah. sub you're gonna have later today. You're too in shape for pocket bacon. <laughs> but it was the Jardinaire bacon. Oh yeah! Oh my it god! Was, uh, the unofficial CHGO. Bacon. I needed. I needed a cigarette after eating. eating <laughs> it, was, it was delicious. Uh, no, but it was just. It, yeah, was, it was a, a wonderful time, time yes. and uh, I mean, when we say Danny Wirtz stopped by, Danny Wirtz hung out with us for about twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. shooting the breeze. Uh, yeah, we you should. Know. We
2: should say hi, Danny, because he's, he's. Yeah, listening. he's watching. Yeah, he said he, he listens. Listens, he's a uh, diehard.
0: By the way, uh, open invitation. Anytime you want to yes. come sit with us, Danny. Anytime. Anytime you want to, you know, address the fans and and take some questions off the chat, Danny. The invitation's on the table. You are welcome here at any time. So. Absolutely. We'll also bring the Viet Five coffee. That's right. And then we'll we'll run through the brick
1: walls. (laughs) Lawrence
2: can't have any, though. Yeah, Keep it away from Lawrence. um, You know, there's so many times, you know, we, the three of us, and our our production staff, Stephen, and everybody here in the office, you know, we're kind of like in a little bit of a a vacuum, you know, inside these walls. Mm -hmm. And we know that there's a lot of people out there that interact, and and they're watching, they're listening, they're reading, but we really don't see it. So a night like tonight where you get to see people, and they're genuinely... Excited to talk to you, which is something that will I hope never becomes normal to me. It's weird, (laughs) but it's really cool. And so to get out there and talk to people, and put faces to to screen names and Twitter handles, it's just reaffirming that like we really do have something special here. Yep. And it kind of like not that I needed it, definitely didn't need to have the fire reignited, but it definitely now it's like. inspires me even more to like man we're killing this but we could take it to another oh moment. yeah Definitely. yeah it's, and it's, so it's, yeah we just i couldn't be more appreciative to the people that showed up tonight but just anybody that watches listens mm-hmm. nights like tonight you're like okay this is why we do this
0: yeah very very cool i see james was there uh mm-hmm. our, our friend Bex was there uh, so many people just came out, and it was great to meet. We've met Bex before; she's at Fifth Third Arena quite often. Yeah, um, but it was just great to uh, great to see everybody out there, and, and thanks everybody for coming. But we know that's not primarily why you tuned in, so we're going to get to the game here. Uh, you know, I know any time the Hawks win, it it can have that sort of bittersweet feeling as we're, you know, trying to have the worst record in hockey and compete for Connor Bedard. But let's put that aside for a night. This was a hell of a hockey game. It's fun. From two pretty. Shitty teams. Yeah. Too, too bad, it was entertaining. Two bad teams uh, put
2: fun. on
1: put on a decent game.
2: Yeah. yeah, and it was a it was a really good crowd tonight. They were great
1: crowd. It. Yep. Friday. Uh, uh, DJ Friday. Oreo man. Yeah. DJ Oreo. Yeah. The
0: place lit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he did. It was it was uh, litty to the max. Um, <laughs> I believe drip. Was it drip?
2: <laughs> I don't what, know. Is yeah, Steven, he, is that what your young kids are saying today? I don't say that. I don't. Uh, know. Okay. Well,
0: well, somebody says that.
1: Somebody did. You did. <laughs> definitely did. Uh, right. See, I'm with on, it. <laughs> on a friday night in a winnable game yeah it was it was a, a good turnout um you know the 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 atmosphere was was great it was it was interesting um jay i don't know if you had this kind of same experience but taking in a hawks game as a fan getting to cheer the national anthem getting yeah. to cheer the goals like it was a different experience and I, it's something that we've all done before many many times but after you know having a, basically a, a full season now worth of time um, you know going to games as, as as media sitting in the press box where you can't cheer right. and you know trying to like dissect the game you know uh, in in real time kind of looking at it through a different lens it was it was it was different to kind of go back and be like oh yeah like put my fan eyes on and and, and, and taking the game that way so that was that was a lot of fun and, and yeah you know Blackhawks get two points over the coyotes. Not ideal, but at least the Coyotes also got a pity point as well. So yeah, you you take what you can get.
2: And it was fun. I know that it, the goal. I know what the goal of this season is. But you know what? These guys are allowed to win games. These guys are allowed to have fun. You are allowed to have fun as a fan if they win. Like it's okay. You don't have to feel bad. Like it was a fun game. Uh, We had a very lively section in front of the press box tonight. You get there was a there was a row of family. Uh, an African American family there. They all had the Black History Month hoodies on, Over. and Sweet. they were doing. We need to talk about those. Th- they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that they the Hawks did tonight was top notch to celebrate Black History Month, and how appropriate that it's their Blackhawks win is bookended by goals by Seth and Caleb yep. Jones on yeah. Black History Night. Very appropriate. That's pretty cool. Couldn't you can't write that any better. <laughs> but we had a there was a family about four rows ahead of the press box, and they were singing and chanting and doing all these fun stuff throughout the whole game. And by the midway through the second period, the entire section was singing these new chants. Like they were, it was awesome. awesome. It was like every time the coyotes had the puck, they were singing, take that puck away. And then by (laughs) like pretty much almost the entire section was singing that by the third period. It was awesome. Like a soccer game. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of energy. It, It was probably one of the best, you know, most energetic crowds of the season. And, you know, they, uh, I, I would like to say that's because of the CHGO takeover. But, uh, you know, <laughs> the fans got sent home with a victory. And and for the most part, that's what everybody who paid for a ticket tonight wanted. Yeah, so, right. yeah, okay, we're going to get to the tank standings later and people are going to wring their hands and clutch their pearls. But so what? You know what? It was a fun night. They got to win. This team deserves it when they win. They, they, they bust their ass. And tonight was a game that, they could have they could have phoned it in. They were down two nothing early. Yeah. First shot of a game goes mm. gets behind Jackson Stauber. Tough. They're down two nothing. But then as we've seen seen them, how many times this year have they erased two nothing leads? Like, Quite it's often. It's gotta be ten. At more least.
1: more than I think if you came into this season and you said, How how many times do you think this team could come back and tie a game down multi goals? I would say more three often than than maybe? a guess. <laughs> yeah. And they did it like three times in the first four games. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> never count them out. Yeah. I mean, the, the, we're going to get to the guys but you know Seth Jones first time since being with the Blackhawks he's got goals in back to back games he's feeling it he's been feeling it for a while
0: he sure is um, and, and if you look stuff. at some of the post game quotes Luke, Luke Richardson wearing him to singing his praise Victor, Victor Hedman.
2: yeah it wasn't a direct <laughs> it wasn't a direct <laughs> comparison i don't want people to freak Seth out Jones, but, Victor Hedman. but he basically said Seth Jones is making plays He's becoming a complete 200-foot defenseman and exactly what your number one defenseman should be and says he is, when you watch Victor Hedman, he's so calm and knows and smart and
0: knows when to pick his spots and Seth Jones is starting to emulate that. Here's something to put a pin in for the offseason. Luke Richardson's impact on Seth Jones as a coach, right? And we can look back at the guys he's, co- he's played under before, but none of them have the resume as a hockey player that Luke Richardson has yeah. and as a defenseman and I and I wonder what that relationship is like because uh Seth has been honestly it feels like since he got the all-star nod it like lit something in him yeah like I didn't deserve this so I'm going to go deserve it yeah. you know I know it sounds crazy but it almost feels like that was the moment where Seth was like all right, I need to I need to prove that I deserve this, well, and he has. He's been fantastic. The post game
2: show, the post game locker room, he was he was made for me to be able to the day he was announced as the All Star, and Ben Pope, a, a friend of the program, asked him like, "So, you know, what do you think about you know every team getting a representative?" And he's kind of like, "Oh, what are you trying to say, Ben? What do you mean?" So he's smiling like, yeah. "Oh, as yeah. he's you're saying that's the it? only reason." Yeah, I'm going. but he probably was like, "Okay." I'll show you. I'll show everybody who says that, like, I'm only here for a technicality. He's been an all star defenseman. He's been a number one defenseman since then.
0: Uh, Before we move on with the game, too, I do want to mention the Black History Month stuff the Hawks did today. Today was, like, Black History Celebration Day. Uh, In pregame warm ups, they wore jerseys by local artist uh, Tyrese Ingram. Mm -hmm. We got to see one of those up close. Just an awesome design. Uh, so and then good. for the net, they they put they had the black national anthem sang. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Uh, lift every voice before Jim Cornelison did it. The crowd was into it. They had um, like a I guess it was like a brass band, I guess you would call oh, it yeah, in the yeah. Sycamore
2: Ramblers, those guys were killing.
0: They were great. It was, they, I'm going to go really, I want to see
2: those guys in concert.
0: They had a,
1: like a junior drum line with a bunch of like junior yeah. high kids doing a, doing a drum line, which was very impressive. It I was appreciate very that cool. And, and
2: DJ Oreo. DJ, DJ Oreo,
1: Oreo killed it. They Is, had yeah, uh, there
0: because I don't think he's not the no, regular guy. No, no, okay, no the regular guy. I oh. forget his name. I tweeted at him one him.
1: time and he wasn't doing the game, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not there tonight." And I was like, "Oh, that's embarrassing." Yeah. DJ <laughs> Oreo was awesome.
0: Yeah, he had a, he had a whole party going on in front of his booth tonight <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, during he was, the second intermission.
2: He was a man, yeah. Was the
0: man. Uh, but yeah, the Hawks did. They just did a, and I I want to say too, like for Native American Heritage Month, they had the drum circle every game I wish when they, would they do honor that the uh, the soldiers season. for Native American History Month it was always an, there was always at least one Native American veteran out there mm-hmm. yeah. since they've played at home in February all service members have been African- American it it's little things and a cynic could maybe say well you know they're just paying it lip service and they're they're they're, they're doing something. They're doing mm-hmm. more than most and teams. Ele- yes, and they're yeah. elevating the community that they are in a historically black neighborhood. That It's gentrifying, of course, big time, the West Loop. But for years, you know, this was – that, and, and they've put money into it. they put money into the community. Mm-hmm. They're doing good things. They're doing good things. No, they're not perfect. Of course not. Um, but I, 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 you got to be pleased with how they handled Black History Month. And quite frankly, I think the crowd was great, too, They really seemed to appreciate it. They were really into it. They were learning some history that they probably hadn't learned before. I think just all in all, this was the most fun I've had at a Hawks game in a long time, all all things considered. That's because you didn't have to work. They went in overtime. (laughs) We have the takeover. They knocked the Black History Month stuff out of the park. It was just just a wonderful night, and uh, I hope – Everybody watching at home had, had fun watching. And in too, case you, yeah. you
2: really love those jerseys, if you've got some disposable income lying around you, they are auctioning them up off for, auction,
0: yep. for charity.
2: But if you don't have those that kind of money, and let's face it, most of us don't, uh, you can buy T-shirt versions of that jersey on the Blackhawks, com. Nice, or, and the hoodies as well that have the design on the back. That's yeah, th- the inside the number and the logo. You can buy th- the T-shirts and the hoodies, and the proceeds of that also go to different local charities. And so, pick one of those that's up. That's awesome. Yeah, they look they look pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's to 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 the point you were making, Jay, about you know what the Blackhawks are doing with these initiatives. It was it was something that both Jamie Faulkner and Danny Wirtz made a point of. Uh, when they spoke with 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 the media uh, last week about you know the the efforts that they're putting into all these initiatives are not just you know oh here's a check it's it's getting getting into you know the why that it's important and you know I, I feel like the Blackhawks are doing a great job of really investing themselves as an organization into into the um, you know the into the community and into you know those those different um initiatives that really matter to them yeah. and you know the players are do the players have the leeway to do that as well which is great um and and you know they they had said that there have been times where players have said hey this is important to me can the organization be involved in that and they've done that so i, I it's 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 great to see um the team kind of going above and beyond what we've seen, like you said, Greg, what other teams have even done, right. you know, it's not just wearing a warm-up Jersey. It's why are we wearing it? Yeah. Who was it designed by? What is the, what is the design mean? You know, that's, that's all very important. They and had,
2: they had the artist who, uh, who did the, uh, the Jersey tonight. He was down, in the locker room tonight he got presented with the first time he saw it was presented to him by luke richardson in the yeah. coach's office that's awesome. they had the jersey they he came into the locker room and then met the team and they explained the design that's something that they take pride in too is when they do these things they educate the the team so the mm-hmm. team wants to be involved more they don't just say oh by the way this is the jersey you're wearing in warm-ups tonight right just go for it you yeah. know they like they have uh, at the beginning of the season. They had uh, members from from the Native American community in the locker room, explaining different things, giving them history lessons. You know, some of these kids they come into an NHL team, they're rookies. You know, they don't know anything about Black History Month. Depending on where they're from, you know, they they, they, they yeah. it's not you know a, right. a, a focal point or or Native American. You know, Mackenzie Entwistle, kid from Ontario, what does he know? You know about. Illinois tribes, the history of the Illinois tribes, not a thing. Right. It's not his fault. He's not from
0: here. Right. he doesn't have any parents. To tell right. Him exactly. It. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was setting him up. There was the softball. Uh,
2: but so they do a really good job and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, their pride night coming up in March. Uh, Danny Wirtz even said on Monday that like, oh, you think we did a good job last year? Mm-hmm. We're going to go even more this year. Like he's so he's very excited about yeah, it. Nice. And um, yeah. Yeah. i'm I'm looking forward to that i believe that's march 26th
0: yep yep uh that will be a fun game to be at that's for damn sure um all right we should get to the game we've been kind of getting there and not getting there but first we're going to tell you about our friends at foco chicago you've already got the best coverage of your favorite teams right here at chgo so get fitted out in the best sports gear around foco's got you covered from soldier field to To the living room, north or south side, with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, the occasional banana banana hammock, and everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, Foco. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Again, that code CHGO at checkout for 10% off all non-pre-sale items at FOCO. And after you get all your awesome Blackhawks gear from our friends at FOCO,
2: what better place to show it off than at the United Center cheering on your favorite team? And when you want to get there you want to go visit our friends Game Time, the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sporting events, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed in sitting in the seat you thought you never could, maybe you want to sit right behind the Blackhawks bench or sit in the first row of the 200 level. Well, Game Time is where you can make that possible. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You will not find a better deal on Chicago Blackhawk Ticket's this season and there are only three home games left until the march 3rd trade deadline not saying anybody's getting traded but chances (laughs) are someone's getting traded and maybe it's your all-time favorite player maybe you only have a couple of times to see sam lafferty play in a (laughs) blackhawks uniform well check out game time get yourself the best deal to get to the United Center. They guarantee the lowest price. If you find a lower price on one of those imitation ticket websites, take a screenshot of it, send it to our friends at GameTime, and they will match the price. If you love CHGO, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. As you scroll down and you're smashing that giant thumbs up for us, you'll see the link to buying Blackhawk tickets right there in the description. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, your favorite podcast, uh Connoisseur the description. You'll find the link as well. Join over 15 million people who've downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats
0: to all your favorite events. All right, we've got 47 likes right now in the uh, YouTube page, and we're only halfway through the show. Not even really. Let's try to get that number up tonight. Let's let's really aim high. We've got two extra spins already for the Tankathon, so we'll have at least three. Let's push for 80 likes on this show. I think oh, we can yeah. do it. We got uh, 78 people late, in the chat right now. Yeah, so it's a late Friday night. Hawks win. It's a historic night. Let's do it. Try to get us to 80 and we'll get there's two There's 33 of
2: you in there that, that. haven't clicked yet. <laughs> That's so. exactly right.
0: So, all right, to this game, uh, a little more in depth. I want to take a moment to talk about Andreas Athanasiu. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can guess who our king of the game might be. That dude had himself a game. He had three points. He had eight eight shots on goal like he was all over the place and i mean there were he could have had probably three goals in this one yeah like he was right there for a bunch of them and i love there was one moment too where he had end of a shift kind of a partial breakaway and just blasted it from like right right into the blue (laughs) line like why not he was feeling it and you know i don't know if some of these guys are starting to feel like hey uh Maybe I could find myself on a contender here if I lots really of elevate my in the game. Yeah. yeah,
1: lots of there opportunities were, to, to stand
2: out. There
0: were a couple of rumored dudes playing their balls off, and another guy was Jake McKay. We'll get to him in a little bit. Well, that's mm-hmm. just how he plays. Uh, he plays that way all the time, but man, did he it's, look like he was. Andreas
2: Anthony you, if he could play like this between now and that March 2nd game, that trade value is going to go
0: yeah. way up. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. With that I mean, dude
2: on your third line yeah. against th- third pairing defensemen
0: know, I, I was on Winnipeg Sports Talk today uh, just ch- chatting brag. about, you know, they play the Jets tomorrow. What is that like a name drop? No, no I just said humble brag. Oh, humble brag. Okay. You were on the one Winnipeg radio <laughs> it station was not, today. I'm only, bra- only going to brag if I'm on Chid. Chid. Um, yeah, but chid. they were just sort of asking about, like, well, who are some of the other Hawks that, if it's not Kane or Taves, that people should be eyeing? And Domi, Athanasiu, uh, Sam Lafferty, Jake McCabe. Like, these are all – Guys that can help out contenders, right? Mm -hmm. And for the teams that don't land that big, high-profile, you know, superstar name, you could really improve your team bringing in a Domi, a Thanasiu, McCabe type guy. And and I think you know these guys kind of feel like I should try to make an impression now because they're not married here, and I think a lot of them know their future here isn't guaranteed. Right. It's one thing if they feel like, all right, in, in three, four years, I'll still be here. And it'll be worth waiting it out. Yeah. I don't think a lot of guys feel that security, so I don't blame them for for trying to get it get away Let's, from
2: Max Tomey and Andreas Anthony. So you knew exactly what they oh, were yeah. doing. Yes, we're going to take a one year deal. We're going to get both get to play in the top six all season. No other team's going to offer us that. We're going to get a chance to be go to guys, and then hopefully get traded to a team that's going to make a Stanley cup run mm-hmm. or at least get in the postseason. So, I mean, to them, it was a, it was ideal situations. I mean, granted, I'm sure they would have loved to have, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Colorado avalanche calling them on July 1st, but that sure. wasn't happening. So now it's like, Hey, I get to be in a top six role. And then go play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, they've had no pressure since day one of being here. No, except go out and and play your best. And it, we're starting to see it from NNU NF, NF, tonight.
1: Yeah, good. It's 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 good that he's you know he started the season pretty hot, and uh, this game was definitely a uh, step back in that direction, which is which is really good. Um, you know, he took the took the puck off his mouth a couple of couple of days ago yeah, after the All Star break was over. Ever since then, he's you know showing a lot of. A lot of jump in his step and in, in practices, and finally translated in this game. So yeah, I, it's it's great to see him, you know, at this time of year picking up the game. Um, you know, with with Max Domi, I mean, there's a there's a guy who, you know, if if he continues this level of play through the rest of the time that he's with the Blackhawks, and then likely when he gets traded, brings that to the team that uh, that acquires him, he's looking at a a very nice opportunity this summer to get a uh, long-term deal elsewhere, likely elsewhere, for a pretty nice pay raise than his $3 million uh, salary this year with Chicago. So he's making the absolute most of this opportunity.
2: Absolutely. He's proven to the rest of the league that he could be a full-time center. Yes. He's been, we all, very valuable. All October, we were like, oh my God, he's winning 54% of his faceoffs. He won't be able to keep that up. Yeah. Yeah. He He, (laughs) he sure has. To quote, yeah, he's like, yeah, I can. Watch me. And Mm -hmm. he has. He's been phenomenal. He's been one of the best faceoff guys on the team. And that's like, you know, not every team is going to want Bo Horvat or Timo Meyer. They don't need those guys per se. Sure, they'd want them, but they don't need them. They need, a team like Toronto needs, that third-line center that can win draws and score some goals. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised if the team that traded for him last year, Carolina, maybe makes a phone call. Yeah, and says, hey, sure. Max, you still got your apartment you rented out here <laughs> last spring? You want to come back? We'll get it for you. Yeah, um, He's going to get some interest out there because of the fact that he's proven this year that he could be a very effective center. And which he's I don't cheap. Think, yes, mm-hmm. and it's not going to cost much actual physical cash, cap space, or assets to get him.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, Jamie says in a chat he wants Domi to stay. Um, I wouldn't be upset with that either. Um, and, again, this comes to Kyle Davidson just sort of setting his price, you know, and saying, all right, well, if I get this, I will trade this guy. If not, if if Domi makes it through the deadline, I could see them announcing an extension with him, like, that day, you know? Yeah, Or very maybe. quickly after that. Yeah. You know, because he he's, has said he wants to be here. I th- yeah,
1: I think he's I think he's enjoyed being in Chicago. Um, you know, he he said that he came came here because of Luke Richardson being being named the head coach. That that was a big factor in him wanting to to come to Chicago as as a free agent. So those are you know those are those are real things that that you know he can he can consider and um, look. Uh, you know, if he, if he wants, I, I think he's in a situation kind of like Dylan Strome where I think he's just looking for a team to invest in him. And the season that he's been having this year, I think there's there's going to be options out there for him to find a team that will invest in him. Um, maybe maybe Chicago is a team that does that. Um, I wouldn't hate it. I know at the beginning of the season when, when we were going through our <laughs> free agency, like, who would you want here? We all kind of poo-pooed the idea of Domi coming here, but uh, he's, he's, he's done really well. Uh, on the ice, off the ice, he's uh, you know, a, a favorite in the locker room, which is which is good to good to good to see. Um, so yeah, if if he's not dealt because the market didn't reach the price that Kyle Davidson was not willing to or was only willing to take, then that then that's the case. And and if he wants to stick around, I wouldn't hate it. I would not be against it.
0: What do you guys make of the disallowed goal tonight on the Max Domi? I have a breakaway, but I'm going to leave a drop pass here for Taylor Reddish play. I mean, he bowled <laughs> right into him. Like I know. It, Dude, was really it was really hard. shoot. It was really yeah. hard to say
1: like that shouldn't have been goalie interference. Like I know goalie interference is the wild west of, of yeah. rules in the but NHL. You drop
2: the puck back and then just go straight into him. Yeah, you limb. can't
1: play fullback. People were screaming. People were, scream- <laughs> on, people on people were screaming.
2: He was out of the crease. It's like yeah, but he made you no. Know, that was yeah. The right. I was shocked that they even played like Chelsea Dagger all the way. Through.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that guys wave that off clearly doesn't count. Clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
2: the funniest thing, uh, literally, is I I I was looking down, typing something. And I looked up as that play developed, and I see Domi getting in, and I'm like. This guy's probably going to pass it, isn't he? And sure, <laughs> sure enough, I was mean, like,
0: I was kidding, Max. I wasn't. Be, I no wasn't one's going to predict a drop pass. That's correct. I mean, yes. yeah, the drop pass take out
2: the goalie combo has has never failed. It's also never counted, but it's never failed. Uh, yeah, that was quite the play. But that was uh, that was a Max Domi special.
0: Yeah, sure. uh, definitely. Uh, B Lam asks us in the chat who will be the first to be traded which leads us nicely into our poll question for today on YouTube. Do you believe this is Patrick Kane's last home game? Steven, what do our results look like uh, so far, about halfway through the show here?
1: Right now, it is overwhelmingly no. So it's 73% of the vote is saying no. Okay.
2: And that's with 74 total votes. Yeah, I don't think it's his last home game. Um, he hasn't even waved his claws yet. So I can't imagine it being like, I waved my claws and I'm traded unless...
0: Arr, um, wave your claws.
2: <laughs> so I know a lot of people are Maybe all, six hours ago. My I, bad. I know you know his comments today about the Rangers trade, and a lot of people right away are like, "Well, the Rangers got Tarasenko, so Patrick Kane's not going to get traded anyway." There are other teams besides the Rangers that want Patrick Kane, and there are other teams Patrick Kane would go play for. Yes,
0: besides the Rangers. So we're going to get to this in the final segment of the show. Yeah, we'll get to Kane's comments today and. And share our thoughts on it, uh, but yeah, I, I saw someone in the chat say Davidson's not trading anybody. Just no, not. settle not down. Of course, I'll give you one tra- great. I, yeah, I <laughs> going <gonna say, laughs> to oh, I saw who said Luke that. Luke Richardson comment. said today that he was King told the in a first, second, and third interview by Cal Davidson that he's going to be trading people. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's. Look, he Hell, We might
2: even get traded by the deadline. Seriously. <laughs> he
0: can't trade those two until they say, right. trade me. Right. It's very simple. Yeah, it's I've gotten a lot
2: of comments like, oh, he's just going to let him walk for nothing. He's not letting him do anything. He can't trade him until Patrick Kane
0: says, trade he me. He would have traded them October 1st if they said he would have trade. He traded me. him on the draft. Right. Yes. I, I, I'm sure yes. he was
2: hoping that in the back of his mind to say, well, if I get rid of Dylan Stroman, I get rid of Alex DeBrinken, I get rid of Kirby Doc and I don't bring back. Dominic Kubalik, right? They're going to be like,
0: get me the hell out of here, too. You would think, but they didn't. So, yep, you would think so. Um, another guy that stood out in this one, uh, uh, we should mention, by the way, Seth Jones. You did earlier, but back to back goals in the in in for the first time as a hawk. Um, I thought that Connor Murphy played really well in this one, aggressive offensively, really pinching in. And I was watching the scoreboard. How in the hell? And this is not a criticism so much as more of a fluke. For a guy who plays as much as Connor Murphy plays, how does he only have two assists? Oh, yeah. How is that possible? Because the forwards aren't good at scoring goals. Look, (laughs) fellas, if the three of us went out there and each we, played we wouldn't have 20 minutes there. a night <laughs> for 50 games. You would think that, like, a forward would steal the puck from us and think. score at some point.
2: Well, the thing is, when Connor Murphy's on the ice, 90% of the times he's in his own zone. Right. He doesn't I, yeah. get
1: a whole lot the, of offensive Yeah, time. the offensive uh, abilities of Connor Murphy are not his selling point. But, yeah, to, to your point, Jay, like...
0: That's difficult. That's it, it's, it's He's got five goals and two assists. It's,
1: yeah, it's, it's almost <laughs> like he's trying...
0: To, to, to lower well lower these. I the think a lot rate. of it
2: has also has to do with his style of play. He's not the guy that's carrying the puck up the ice.
0: Apologies. No. Connor Murphy had an assist tonight. He's got three. In your face, OASP. Oh, so <laughs> he is fifty percent more assists tonight than Yes. <laughs> Boy, yeah. I I, I saw that. I was like, Is that right? He's yeah. only got two assists. That's unbelievable. And, and DP Crow oh. says, I can't believe there hasn't been more trade talk around Connor Murphy. There hasn't been any specific but it doesn't mean like it doesn't mean it's not happening. Like think about the trades right. that have been made. We never heard about Sam Lafferty. We never heard you hear about the really high profile ones because for places like TSN or you know Daily Faceoff, and frankly for us, the big name headlines, they move they garner sure. more interest. But I think teams are definitely taking a look at Connor Murphy. Yeah. For as inexpensive as he is and as effective as he is.
1: Yeah. Him, him, and him, and McCabe. I think not that they. I think they would get similar returns, but they're both in the same boat of, you know, cost-controlled um, guys that you know you can step into to any lineup and play twenty-plus minutes a night if, if necessary and and play, you know, physical shut down defensive and they're roles. In the prime of their careers. Yeah.
2: For two more seasons each, at least. Yeah, and Connor Murphy has proven. That he could stay healthy this year, which is something we had concerns about, and I'm sure yeah. a lot of GMs had concerns about, mm-hmm. especially the way his season finished last year. We weren't sure, but yeah. he hasn't missed any time yet this year. Knock on wood. I think that's wood. It's press close us, enough. Close
0: enough. To, it's wood at IKEA. Imitation wood. It works <laughs>
2: enough.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and same for McCabe too. Coming off of you know knee surgery uh, the summer before, or the, the the summer before he uh, came to Chicago, and then uh, spinal surgery this before Dude, this season Jake McKay like, get
2: hit by a train and he'll be back in 3 days yeah he'll yeah. keep the puck <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: so it's it's been it's been good to see that they've been able to uh both keep their health and 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 yeah i think i think they're both guys that any any team that needs to shore up their their defensive uh group should definitely be looking at and and you know the the returns or the potential trade packages to get those guys um, they're starting to go up as we get closer and closer to the deadline. Like teams are going to start to get a little bit more desperate. And I, I, at least in the in the case of McCabe, it seems like ever since it started to become a little bit more uh, realistic of his name popping up in trade rumors, it went from like, oh, you might be able to get like a second for McCabe. Now it's like a second plus. Now it's like you might be able to get a first and a prospect reminds plus me, for Jake McCabe, like, me okay, the- thank
2: you. <laughs> Reminds me of Brendan Hagel last year. Yep. Yep. When he first came in the rumors, you were like, Ah, sure, maybe if we get a second round pick and a prospect, and then there were the talks of, you know, oh, he can he can garner a first round pick. We we're all like, That's insane. Right. And then two first round two
1: picks. Two and two prospects. And two NHL players. Yeah. Well, one no, one and a half. Hey,
2: right. no, no, let's be fair. Boris Kachuk was really uh, good tonight. He was right. He was good. He could have had a goal tonight. He could've he had an assist? Yes. He was very noticeable for the right reasons tonight. Yeah, I'm going to Hey, if I'm going to knock him, I've got to give him credit when he has a good game. He, sure. He, that first period might have been the best period of, of his season. All right. It's a, low bar. a
1: good
0: time a low to, bar have to
2: clear. Sure. But he cleared it. He tippy toed right over it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody in the chat also asked, uh, what was the over under on first round picks the Hawks acquire at the trade deadline? I think they set it at one and a half. Yeah, it was Jake. He says that the over under on first round picks acquired at the deadline by the Hawks is one and a half. Are you guys betting the over or under? I'm going over on that.
2: First round picks for this year, yeah. or total.
0: I think just total first round picks acquired total. Okay. At I would this, say I'm going this over. Deadline. I'm Hot going man. over. I think it's going to be at least two.
2: I hope. I'm hoping for the over. I'm going to hope for the best and prepare for the worst. <laughs> like, no. like I don't know if Kane goes. Under. That's a first. You know, does uh, you know McCabe maybe gets
0: a first? I don't think you move him without a first. Yeah, I wouldn't. Don't move him without one. No. Uh,
2: You know, do do you? I don't see Jonathan Taves getting a first. No, I don't know. Can he get back on the ice? Yeah, I mean, well, like uh, update on Jonathan Taves. He was at the game tonight. We saw him in the tunnel. Uh, yeah. He was leaving the tunnel with yeah. Juju Kerr after, so he was there. He, he's still alive. I saw him with my own two <laughs> eyes. Did
0: he have 7-Up and Saltines? No, he looked good. He was, <laughs> you know,
2: dressed to the nines and ready to go home and do whatever he does on a Friday night. Hopefully nothing too crazy.
1: Uh, a I'd kale d- smoothie and a nice bedtime. That, that <laughs>
2: sounds great. Um, and some warm milk probably. Mm. Um, so he's probably not going to travel. He skated today on his own after practice. Uh, Yeah,
1: they said he wasn't going to go with the team uh, to start the trip, but could join them on the trip. I
2: re-listened to the actual quote from Luke today, and he says he was going to skate after practice on his own, after the Coyotes' morning skate, and then they were going to see how he feels. Mm -hmm. Likely wouldn't do the travel tonight, because they were traveling right after the game tonight. But said he would probably then meet up with them in uh, Montreal or Toronto, whatever the first Game of that What is it Montreal I think it's Montreal Yeah Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto So he would meet them In Montreal On like Monday For that Mm. practice Possibly I don't know Um,
1: So he's gonna skip His hometown visit
2: Well, You know Maybe somebody on my Twitter said he's not going to Winnipeg because he's afraid they'll leave him there. <laughs> 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 they might. Heck yeah. Uh, hey, here, just, here, just here's Bijan with
0: fair. a with a trade with a trade uh, proposal. Even though we did this show already. Bijan, come on. He says McCabe fifty percent retained and Lafferty to the Leafs in exchange for uh, Nyes, a first and a future mid round. Yes, I'd make that trade. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yep. I'd make that trade. Yep. Yep.
0: I don't uh, think the Leafs do, but it Was it Keith Handel
2: that was suggesting, uh, he suggested uh, Matthew Nyes and a first-round pick for Jonathan. Oh, no, not Matthew Nyes, uh, Nick Robertson and a first-round pick for Jonathan Taze. Sure. Done. I mean, I'm not, I don't think, I don't know, Nick Robertson had some bad injury.
1: First-round pick for Jonathan Taze and maybe a healthy Nick Robertson. I would just stop sure. at the first-round yeah, pick. Yeah, just first. Because if you want to toss
0: That's it. A, when he talked talk to Jesse from DNVR, he said a first, yep, done. <laughs> That's it. That. I will t- I'll t- I'll t- I'll trade Jonathan Tays for a first-round pick and, th- and be happy with it. Yeah. I'd be happy with it. So, you know, we got a lot of that stuff to talk about coming up. So, why don't we do our four stars of the night, and then we can get into what Patrick Kane had to say today. The three stars of this game. Number three was Seth Jones. A goal, 26-23 of ice time. Six shots on goal, four hits, and three block shots. That is a $9.5 million defenseman playing like a $9.5 million defenseman. Mm-hmm. If he can play that way for 82 games, he'd have 82 goals, which would be great. Um, <laughs> That'd be but prob- you know what I mean. Probably a Norris <laughs> Trophy <right here. laughs> <laughs> If he could have that kind of an impact on a nightly basis, uh, worth every penny, he's your number three star. Your number two star, Andrei Athanasiu, one goal, two assists, eight shots, and 12 Shot attempts Oof. and your number one star of the game, Caleb Jones, with the game-winning goal, four shots on goal of his own, seventeen oh nine of ice time, a lot of Hawks with some really solid performances in this one. My four star and I stole him from Mario. Did it early, mm-hmm. Jake McCabe. For look, it was a very Jake McCabe game, but if you've got the game on the DVR, go watch the third period about midway through the third. Jake McCabe gets freight trained, knocked over, gets up and maintains control of the puck. Then, other side of the ice, it happens again, keeps control of the puck. Then at the end of a play, he lays a guy out, knocks a stick out into the air. It was just a Jake <laughs> mccabe period of all time. that was
2: actually the last shift of regulation. It might have been. It I been. was like, don't get a penalty held in the overtime. Don't get a penalty. Yeah. I think that was the last <laughs> shift of regular. And Jake McCabe had a breakaway tonight. How often do you <laughs> yes, see that? he did. And it didn't look awful. He Bors had some speed. Boris Kachuk and yeah. Jake
0: McCabe with breakaways on the same night. What yeah. a weird, weird game. Yeah, I mean, just overall, a really solid he game from McCabe, for McCabe as always. Takeover. Had an assist. Out he out the was win. a uh, plus one, 20-25 of ice time. Four shots on goal for him. Two hits, three takeaways, and a block shot. The guy's a stud, mm-hmm. and if 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 anything less than a first, I'm not happy with.
2: No. No. Sorry.
0: He's not a guy you trade
2: for the sake of trading. No. But if somebody makes it worth your while, then, yeah, you you, you make it the deal.
1: He's a, he's a player that if the deal isn't there, he still serves a, a valuable purpose yeah. on this team. He's not a forward. guy I'm
2: necessarily shopping, but I'm listening. To
1: yeah, exactly.
2: Blow well, me away. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of defensemen who had really good games, my four-star goes to the aforementioned Connor Murphy. Uh, right. Connor, Murphy uh, <laughs> Connor Murphy had that uh, amazing third assist of the season. Uh, almost 20 <laughs> minutes to play, four shots on goal, five shot attempts, two hits, a takeaway, two block shots. It was a Connor Murphy type of game. Fun stat of the night, Blackhawks had 44 shots on goal. 20 of them came from defensemen. Nice. Hey. Ian Mitchell was the only defense without at least one shot. Um, Seth Jones had four, uh, six. Murphy and McCabe and Caleb Jones all had four shots on goal, and Jake uh, Jack Johnson had two shots on goal. So I'm guessing it's going to be Ian Mitchell watching in the press box when Jared Tenorti returns. Yeah. I was thinking maybe it would be Caleb after he took those two penalties, but you can't bench the guy yeah, after he no. scored the game-winning goal. No, you, could, but you
1: could, but it would be silly. It would be silly, yeah. Yeah, uh really good to see the, the, the defenseman uh jumping into the offensive uh offensive game and uh it's sh- it's showed tonight. how many times this season have the Blackhawks surpassed forty shots on goal? It, it can't you can't be Not more than, often. than you know, you can count on one hand. So uh yeah, really active offensively there, so good uh good to see. My four star of the game. Uh wasn't the prettiest game, but uh you don't always need to put in the prettiest game to get a win in the NHL. Jackson Stauber makes 23 saves on the night, earns himself his third NHL win Yeah, in his third NHL start. That's a 100% winning percentage, if uh, my math All day, serves day, day. me right. All he does so. is win. He is uh, he is undefeated in the NHL, and I, I think that that would be a good way to uh, to, to end a career as undefeated in the NHL yeah. <laughs> if he
2: wanted to. to. George Costanza, leave, and leave on top. All right, uh, I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, ben 3-0. Pope tweeted that uh, <laughs> he is the first Blackhawks goalie in team history to be 3-0 and after his first three starts. Hey. There was some debate while waiting to get in the locker room. Charlie and a couple of the other guys were like, that can't be right. And Ben was like, nope, nope, I did the research. <laughs> He was like, I went to Northwestern. He was like, it <laughs> <laughs> was like, it was Gil, Gil Maloche and quote some other guy, and then <laughs> Jackson Stauber were the only two and O's.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to next year's Hawks history piece for this week. I Jackson Stauber became in the there. first black yeah. Yeah. Hawks don't history. don't think I don't have that in my notes. Right? <laughs> I have, um, Be sure to credit Ben
2: Pope. Though. I will. He, he did the work. He put in the, yeah. So Jackson Stauber, man, I mean, this is a kid that was the backup in Rockford three weeks ago, and now yeah. he's three
0: and zero in the NHL. Hey, hey and, and after a slow start to the game, really battled back. And how about the splits he did in the third? Oh, too? Yeah. that he, was a full yeah. split.
1: Yeah. It, without some of his efforts tonight, this is a loss, and which I think more some some people may have enjoyed more. But like, hey, get a win sometimes.
2: He yeah. had a he had a couple big saves early in that overtime too, where he had to go come across to his right. Yeah, uh, he he talked to us after the game and. Uh, it just you look at Jackson Stauber, I'm like, God, you are a child. You he's are what, so 23, 22. He doesn't even look that. That's like, why I'm, when I see I Clayton, don't think he's shaved yet. When
0: I see Clayton <laughs> Keller, like when they were showing him at the All Star game, I'm like, oh, is this like does this kid like win a contest? I'm like, oh, that's Clayton Keller. Oh, look, okay. it's, it's Clayton Alexander Keller who's Michigan's like Ben's other son. <laughs> <laughs> Clayton Keller who's been
1: in the league for like seven years. I know. Yeah, yeah. he it's looks crazy. like he's
2: six. But uh, Stauber was you know asked about, hey, you gave up a goal on the first shot you saw. Mm. And he, his credit, you know, he says, you know what, I can't worry about it. that shot's gone. I can't get it back. I can only focus on the next shot. And, you know, he credited his defenseman for doing a good job of cleaning out rebounds and boxing out guys, tying up sticks. So when he did, you know, there was the second goal or was it the the game tying goal where he kind of was slow getting to a rebound. I got swept up to yeah. bukes that. But. For the most part, he credited his defenseman, as most goalies will do. Mm-hmm. But good for him, man. I mean, this was a kid that there, nobody ever thought he was going to play in the NHL oh, this year, if ever. if ever, or ever, if right? right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, or if ever, yeah. Yeah, and this, he's done everything he's asked. He's he came back from an eye injury earlier in the mm-hmm. season, and uh, but the interesting thing, uh, he, um, you know, we have Jamie saying, uh, "Poor Soderblom." Uh,
1: Arvid's doing fine.
2: He's getting his act back together, and he was actually – Luke Richardson was asked at Morning Skate today about, hey, with Jackson Stauber playing as well as he is, is is there any chance we're going to see Arvid Soderblom again? And he said no. He left the door wide open saying, yeah, we're probably going to get him back up here at some point this year. He just said he needed to get his confidence back. He wasn't playing with his confidence, and then he had the injury, and he's now starting to get rolling. So – they're definitely. I don't think Jackson Staubert has surpassed Arvid Soderblom on the organizational depth chart. It's no. been a nice run. We saw a little bit tonight where you're kind of like, oh, okay, there's the AHL goalie, but <laughs> for, he he made the big saves when he had to. Mm-hmm. And congratulations on being the first Blackhawks goalie in team history, almost a hundred years of hockey, to go three and zero in his first three starts. It's unreal. It sounds like an unbelievable stat, yeah. but I For trust it's almost 100 years old. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's crazy. crazy. All uh, the great
2: goalies we've had in his franchise history, and he's the first.
0: By the way, another and, Ben Pope note uh, on this game: 19,007 people in the building, yeah. just shy of a shell, just shy of a shell out. As uh, Sean Connery finishes my <laughs> comment here, uh, just sellout. shy of a sellout, uh, loud, and he, he points out a lot of noticeably new fans. We've noticed that a lot. Yeah uh this season because you get a lot like you said a lot of the let's go blackhawks which is not the chant but welcome to the game we're glad you're here mm-hmm. we're glad you're enjoying yourself but when the team sucks it's an opportunity for people to try for the first time and it's steven his first ever hawks I game. i was just tonight. gonna bring that up. i didn't know, realize that you guys already knew that i know i i got i have sources you got intel huh? my <laughs> sources told me tonight was your first it's great experience though
1: yeah you know first hawks game it was a lot of fun you got to see a lot of goals scored Got an overtime winner. I cannot mm. complain at all. And you're going
2: to remember this because I don't think you remember the White Sox game we were at this summer. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't have to work that night. We'll just that leave him alone. Peak at that. athletic performance. That's what that was. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was impressive. That was my first impression of you. I'm like, <laughs> respect, <laughs> respect. All right, it's time for the DraftKings King of the Game. You're never going to guess who it is. That's right, number 89 himself, Andreas. Andre <laughs> Ethan uh, one goal, two assists, plus two sixteen ten of ice time. Tickets did you have? I <laughs> only had one beer. One. Eight shots, Before four more shot attempts. <laughs> one eighty-eight, and I mean, uh, he was Keith great. One boot, <laughs> probably the game of his life. So, congratulations game. to Double A yeah. on a fantastic game. And hey, speaking of uh, DraftKings, you might want to download that app in time for Sunday's big game. Use that code CHGO when you sign up. Yeah, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, and it has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. Central to see which prop bet will be boosted. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And it is Thursday, Oh, show four. It's show more technically. four. It, is, show uh, it four. is time for the DraftKings pick of the week. And we're going to hand it over to Mario because yes. he doesn't suck as bad as the other rest of us do at this.
1: Hey, I'll take it. Uh, yeah, so there is a, uh, a big uh, football game on Sunday, uh, If you if you haven't. Uh, noticed
2: XFL opener, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: You <laughs> uh, you know US uh, USFL is back again, nice. so that's a that's, that's a big deal. Bring on the blitz! Yeah, it's uh, it's Philadelphia and Kansas City uh, taking on each other in Super Bowl fifty-seven. Uh, one prop bet, I don't know, prop bet, specialty bet, whatever you want to call it, that uh, DraftKings has is the pick your squares for any quarter. Which is a lot of fun. You don't have to, you know, randomly select uh, a square. You could randomly select it if you want it on the app, but this allows you to pick specifically the team uh, and the score. So I'm looking here. They have 100 options, as as there would be. Uh, I'm looking for, you know, realistic, but also, you know, good value. I am going to go. Uh, this is uh, any quarter score. So, any quarter can finish with this score. I'm going to go Eagles 7, Chiefs 4 at plus 750. I, I I That's the end of the analysis. I am just going to go with that. So, that could plus be... Plus
0: 750?
1: So, that could be... Uh, for 4, four and 7? That could be 14 to 7 at the end of the first quarter. 24-17? For, for the Chiefs and Eagles, yep. That's a... That's a very tempting bet. Eagle, Eagles score would have to end in seven. Chiefs' score would have to end in four. Plus seventy on the uh, the old DraftKings. Oh, plus seventy, plus seven fifty. I'm sorry, okay. Yes, seven fifty on DraftKings. In Kings. I will I There's will place that some bet. Some
2: of those combinations are like plus a thousand, plus two. I think the highest one is like plus nine thousand. Yeah, I think it's eight and two or something like I that. I just closed it. Yeah, but it's
0: 28-22.
1: Yeah. Do you do you guys uh, follow the Scorigami account on Twitter? No. It is fascinating. So it is it is an account that tracks all the unique scores in the NFL, and whenever there's like a, a, a unique score that has never happened before, it will tweet out like that's a Scorigami, and it's like the the Jaguars beat the Browns 18 to 11, and that's the first time it's ever happened in the NFL where a score has been 18 to 11. It's fascinating. I, I love need to find out, but
0: first I had to learn how to spell it. Uh, score,
1: yeah, which you should be able to, to spell. Never heard of it, uh, and then A-
0: A-G-A-M-I, I believe. Score, gami, gami. I think so. This is fascinating for listening for everybody. So just hang in there, <laughs> keep smashing that like button for us. We'd appreciate it. But yeah, uh,
1: I know we we gave out uh, last show our own picks. Um, I don't know if the square I picked lines up with my pick. I don't remember. I don't
0: remember my score. But, uh, I like it. But, yeah,
1: it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, fun weekend. All
0: the wings fun in weekend. my belly. We got, we got a
1: late night game tomorrow. Yep. And then uh, Super Bowl Sunday.
0: Yeah,
2: we can leave straight from a post-game show right to our Super Bowl parties. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, hashtag Patrick Kane, hashtag trade rumors, hashtag not the Rangers. All right, uh, if, <laughs> you've, if you've not been paying attention today – uh, Patrick Kane addressed specifically the uh, Vladimir Tarasenko trade. We've got some audio here. Uh, this is via the Twitter of the great and handsome Phil Thompson. Uh, Patrick Kane kind of letting us a little bit behind the curtain here. We'll let him speak for himself. I
2: are going to happen. Me. I mean, you know, that was a team that was definitely looking at. So, um, um, yeah, it seems like they kind of kind of their void and,
0: and uh, went ahead and made a deal. Uh, so you know, this would just, So there it is. That's guys, that's know, a that flat out acknowledgement of him wanting to potentially go to the Rangers if he was well, traded.
2: Well then wave your trade clause there, pal.
0: That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I look I'm I'm not I'm not mad at Patrick Kane. I, I just wanna I what I'm trying to do is like prevent the fire from breaking out if for whatever reason, they can't trade Patrick Kane. If if he waits too long and teams are like, I can't wait for Patrick Kane to make up his mind. We've got to address our needs. We yeah. can't just wait until five days before the deadline. You can't really be mad at Kyle Davidson if that's what happens. You can't. Or if the return's on as great because teams like the Rangers or whoever have already gone and, like Patrick Kane said, in his own words, filled that void.
1: Yeah. I... I go to a friend of the program, Emily Kaplan on this report where after the trade was, was made and and people were saying like, Oh, you know, I thought Patrick Kane was going to go to the Rangers and and whatnot. Um, She reported that, you know, the Rangers were looking at Kane as an option as well. But the concern came from the asking price to get him the, the expected asking price to get him. And their concerns with with his injury and believe what you want about his injury if it's overblown or if it's legitimate um you know i i feel like the league the word is getting out more and more about what this injury could be patrick kane can downplay it as much as 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 much as he he wants he's not going to come out and say yeah i'm playing hurt i'm playing at 50% or whatever it is um he's not going to do that but you know, I, I think if, if if one team, especially the team that seemed like the top option for him to go to, if that team is going to say like, you know what, it was gonna cost us too much and it was gonna cost us too much for a player that we have questions about his health status, that's gonna go around the league and cause a ripple effect because if another team is looking at Patrick Kane and they say, you know what, the Rangers ducked out, we are gonna pull back our Offer or lessen it because we have the same, we, we also kind of had those same health questions, and now it's maybe affirmed by the Rangers having those questions. If that's the case, I'm starting to think that even if Patrick Kane goes to Kyle Davidson saying, You know what, I would like to be open, I'm, I'm open to being traded, here are my teams. Kyle Davidson, is he forced? To trade Patrick Kane if he waves, because if, if, if a team says if his best offer doesn't include either an A level prospect or a first round pick, like you can't say, Oh, I'm gonna trade Patrick Kane and then go to a team and they're like, Well, we're just gonna give you a B prospect and a second round pick because we have these concerns. If he takes that, like, is it better than nothing? I, sure. But I think I think
0: I think I so, know. and I, for, I'll say this first before I answer that question directly. I don't think a team's going to have the balls to call Kyle Davis and say, we want Patrick Kane, we'll give you a second and a B-roll of a prospect, because he's going to say, who this, new phone, click. Right, well that's, I mean? well, that's my point. But I do think if it comes to that, and it's a matter of, okay, so there's a couple of things to weigh here, too, because if Kane says he wants to be traded... You assume you assume that a conversation's also happened with Pat Person, his agent, and the conversation's been had about his willingness level to return also. So if he thinks, okay, I don't love the offers I'm getting here for Patrick Kane, I can hold on to him and bring him back for a year or two, okay. I don't think you can let those guys walk for nothing. I just I, I don't think you can. Like I I know it's you know, we've talked about, like, setting your limits and not not giving in to less than you think these guys are worth. But you're about to lose two pillars of your franchise for nothing otherwise. Yeah. That's, and it's, that's, it's a far, that's a tough pill to swallow for the fan base. That's a far worse look, letting both of
2: those guys leave for nothing in the offseason than not getting your first-round pick for Patrick Kane. Right. That's a far worse look. Um, yeah. You know, e- d- just to go back to the injury thing, um, you know, obviously I think there was some concern. There is concern out there. Uh, I th- personally think the Rangers were more worried about waiting and missing out on everybody. And Patrick Kane saying, no, nah, that's a cool. I don't want to get traded. And then they're stuck with nobody. So they went out sure. and got yeah. the guy that's available now. And yet, be, they're concerned about this injury. Patrick Kane said today, I feel better than I did last season. I had a pretty good season l- last year. You could take that with a grain of salt. The production's not
0: there, guy. so people are going to doubt it. Because well, he's playing on garbage lines yeah. compared to last year. Sure.
2: But you get you put him on that Rangers line with Zabana, Jed, and Panera, and all of a sudden that hip injury is not a problem anymore. Maybe. Uh, so th- that's the funny thing that I uh, the Rangers, okay, legitimate concerns about his hip. And then they go trade for a guy that's had nothing but injury problems the last couple of years. Yeah, he's well, had, he's been yeah, healthy he's this a, year. Yeah, but he's got a bum shoulder. He's one check into the boards away from getting hurt again. Sure. He's got yeah. a far worse injury history than Patrick Kane has ever had. So, you know, th- I think it had more to do with Vladimir Tarasenko is available and can be on our team tomorrow. Patrick Kane, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So let's, t- let's fill our need now. And you know, and you know, the Kane saying it wasn't the happiest trade. I've, I, I it's not the happiest I've been after seeing a trade. Shitter, get off the pot, buddy. Yeah. Like you want to play for the Rangers, tell them you want to play for the Rangers. Like, yeah. or s- just make the decision already. You, he's earned the right. Of course, to take as much time as he wants, but for yeah. the love of Christ, please make a decision for my sanity. I know, I know, it has not. I know he doesn't give a rat's ass about my sanity, nor shall he. But it's just every day, and then every day he's going to talk and he's going to mention a team again. I think he's trolling us at this point.
0: Tarasenko, by the way, scored in the his debut at the Rangers. Yes, he did two from shots Antwerp. on goal, uh, three more shot attempts,
2: and a hit. Hey, how would you like to be Mika Zibanejad these days?
0: It'd be nice. First of all, you've got amazing. Pass, pass drive. Pass, pass, drive. That's you've it. You've got
2: amazing hair. You're, you're a good-looking guy. You've got millions of dollars in the bank account. You look to your left, there's Artemi Panarin. You look to your right, there's Vladimir Tarasenko. Pass
0: either way and get to the net. Now, what they should do, the Rangers is Trevor Domi because they know the passes will be there for that line all day. <laughs> you, know? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's looking to pass he could, play, he could
2: play for one of his dad's former teams. By the
0: way, I, something I forgot that I re-remembered re- after listening to 32 Thoughts today, before the Hawks signed Panarin, Tarasenko went to the Blues mm-hmm. and said, you should sign this kid, and they said, he's too small. Yeah, well. Well, St. Louis sucks. Yeah. Well,
2: well they did kind of get the last laugh. They did beat the Hawks and Panarin in the first round of the playoffs. No one remembers that. No.
1: It happened. No one outside of St. Louis. That's when I
2: scratched Troy Brower's name off the Stanley
0: Cup. <laughs> <laughs> he scored yeah. that
2: goal in game seven. Well, there's a couple
0: <laughs> scratched off, so just had to do another no, one. No, a couple of them were erased <laughs> yeah. permanently. Yeah. Well, you know, I, th- this Kane and Tave stuff is going to go on until it's over, and we're going to stay on it as best we can. Well, it's, and it's, it's
2: after midnight, so it's only 20 days now. Yeah, well, we're, all, yeah. we're <laughs> all sort of <laughs>
0: counting those days down. And, you know, I, I got – the indication speaking to uh, Danny Wirtz say that he kind of the same, boat we are it's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when this stuff's going to happen. Yeah.
1: It, it's, it's really only, really only Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane know what they want to do. Yeah. And you know, if you, if you listen to them, they might not even truly know yet what they want to do. And it's crazy to think that they've had at least a year to kind of contemplate this this coming to this juncture in their career of do I want to stick around when this team sucks or do I want to move on and try to continue to, to play for contending teams. So it's, they're taking it right down to the wire, So, which is, I mean, they're right. It's All right, it is time right. to
0: uh, get to the tank standings and we spin just, the wheel.
1: One like away from 82. One oh, like away. Go. Someone hey, got that point. Point. Come like. away. love God. Let's get to 80.
0: All right, let's take a look at the tank standings. Let's get
1: to 81, huh? Marion Hosa.
0: All right, the Blue Jackets still on top in the tank standings with 34 points in 52 games. The Hawks second with 37 points in 50 games. Anaheim with 40 points in 53. Arizona 41 and 52. And the Sharks with 43 and 53 so we're going to go to tankathon.com we've got what four we got a t- uh, one we default spin two, We've got we two. Banks. just get our 80th like hey. how many did i promise if we got 82 more two more so we have up to five spins up to five but of course if the blackhawks win we stop we stop when the hawks get the number one pick all right so here we go spin that wheel
2: oh go hell on. no oh, okay. no right.
0: no st louis arizona columbus S- no S- yeah, we yeah, won't be doing on that fire. tankathon heard us talking Blocked. Reported for spam.
1: Yeah. Reset. Spin number two. Spin it again.
0: Columbus, Ottawa, Chicago, Anaheim. Nope. Don't like that either. Ooh. Steven, be better. Come on, man. Columbus, St. Mm-hmm. Louis moves See, up six I'm spots. Chicago. PS Tankathon yeah, heard Tankathon. Her
2: Tankathon. us talking about the Blues, and the you know Alexa they're, they're, was listening. Yeah, you know? I'll yeah. Say They're
0: spin- like our phones. Yeah. All right, yeah. that's Tankathon three. Is always listening. Oh God, this sucks. Come on. Oh. Columbus, Philly, Chicago, Anaheim. No. Why? How come so, when the Hawks were first, they yeah. never got number one, Columbus and now is one Columbus three is times. getting... Right. I call malarkey us. Is
2: this number five? This is the last one. Yep. Ugh, come uh, on. Let's end on a high note. Uh,
0: screw you, Blue Jackets.
1: Columbus won it four times. Yeah, well, you know what? Ohio Vancouver, can't Vancouver, bet on the Chicago, Super Bowl, so in your no.
0: face. All right, fine. One more. One more. One more. Ain't going out like this. We'll go, we'll go into Anybody our... Anybody per- but Columbus. going
1: into our personal stash. All right, this is the last one. Last yes. one.
2: Anyone but Columbus. For all the marbles.
0: Ooh, nice. Montreal. Not anybody. But Could you Columbus. imagine? <laughs> Ooh, boy, that would be something. Montreal, Chicago, Columbus, Anaheim. They At least would it's not St. Louis. They would
2: have Caulfield, Suzuki, and Bedard. They're so tiny, but they would have a lot of it. goals. They're
1: going to win 180. But, hey, that's, that's their two, uh, two draft lotteries in a row. They can't win it again for another five years.
0: Yeah, but I think they're okay if they get Bedard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe they'll talk themselves out of it like they talked themselves out of Shane
2: Wright. Yeah, there you go. They'll gall- yeah, they'll, uh, they'll they'll get Fantilli number one, and the Hawks were number two. He's yeah, right there. That, that would be great. Speaking of which, Fantilli had a goal tonight. Fail to mention Frank Nazar made his season debut Seasoned for the University debut. of Michigan.
0: I just tweeted a uh, it is a highlight from Scott Wheeler. Uh, I put it on the CHGO Blackhawks account. Nazar uh, is on a partial breakaway. Then makes a between-the-legs pass to his uh, to his I can't tell who it is to his winger, and they almost score. It is a just a glimpse of what Frank Nazar yeah. has to offer. No, offensively. no points
2: for Nazar, but the fact that he's playing is awesome. Uh, Adam Fantilli had a goal And he got kicked out for fighting I saw that uh, Automatic ejection when you fight in the NCA. It's a rivalry game Michigan, Michigan State and Two top uh, 20 teams um, uh, Gavin Brindley had two goals Yeah, That's Brindley that, that uh, Keep your eyes We on. should be watching for maybe that Tampa Bay pick at later in the first round He had two goals The game winning And an empty netter So uh, Brindley, also a small guy Yeah, but uh, he can bite your face off <laughs> Can man. I I need to say something Uh-oh. I
1: took so I took my daughter today to uh, a, a toddler function at our local library. It's just an open playtime thing. Um, I overheard a, a girl, uh, a, 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 a mom, uh, call out to her child. And this is a name I thought only, only existed in the 80s. Brinley? Brinley. 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 I have not heard that name other than in, like, a 19, like, Saved by the Bell or, or something that. Like that sounds very
0: Brindley. much like, I'm just going to picture the mom here, and I'm going to paint everyone a mental picture. Oh, boy. But dazzled jeans <laughs> with a boot cut, mm. an Affliction-style shirt, <laughs> and chunky highlights. Am I right? Um, Brinley! Yeah. They go to a lot of Kenny Chesney concerts. They might be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Do yeah, they have I a Live, just, Laugh, heard- Love
2: sticker on their car? Jack Daniels in the coffee cup.
0: That could be, too. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. that might have been. Yeah, yeah
2: three I, vape, I just... Vape, three vape pens in the <laughs> Grand Cherokee cup holders. I, 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 I just heard
1: it, and my ears picked out. I was like, Brinley. Brinley. That's I
2: think incredible. I have
0: heard that name recently. I think really? I
2: knew somebody who had a cat named Brinley, but that's about it.
0: Interesting. I can't talk, because my daughter is Adeline, and one year on her softball team, there was Adeline, Addison, Adelaide, Adelaide, and Adriana No way. All on the same team. <laughs>
1: Did they all go by Addy?
0: Uh, two of them went by Addy, <laughs> yes. Good thing you had um, numbers. Very frustrating. Yeah, right. All right, let's wrap this up so Stephen yes. can go eat his nine sandwiches. <laughs> uh, we want to thank our presenting sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. We're back after Hawks and Jets tomorrow night. Remote, but it doesn't matter. We're still there for you, so be there for us. And we'll keep spinning that tankathon thon wheel until the make wheels sure you, fall make off. Make sure you have your uh,
1: Saturday night coffee.
0: That's right. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. Thanks to everybody that came to the takeover tonight. We appreciate it. Looking forward to doing a lot more cool stuff like that as the season goes on. Maybe not takeovers, but some watch parties potentially yeah. coming up. Yeah. And I know we're going to have a happy hour coming up. Mm-hmm. So uh, stick with us. We'll be with you all through the season and beyond on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.